The superpower that every citizen has is the ability to control where they spend their time, money, and attention. By focusing these on supporting local businesses, you are having a profound impact on your friends, your family, and your local community. So if you want to change the world, you can start with buying local. When the crew shows up on the job, they're going to have a folder that's going to give them exactly everything that I saw right at the, my first inspection. They would make sure that your kitchen is completely covered in plastic, make sure that 100% of the water and degreaser that is being used to clean your system is all going exactly where we want it to go. After everything is protected, we go through the whole system, scraping it all down. We would uh, apply our degreaser, do a complete rinse through, and once the system is clean completely to bare metal, we wipe the whole hood system out, polish it, take the canopy down, pack everything away, and put everything back the way it was, and we're out of there. Performance Industrial. Welcome back, everyone, to Buying Local. I'm your host, Mike Nelson. I'm uh, joined by an extra, extra special guest. I say that, Mark, because... Uh, we just recorded a podcast, and it was an extra special guest. And the one before that was a special guest. <laughs> so we're trying to make sure that we're uh, differentiating between how special guests are. Because uh, if everybody's special, then no one's special. That's what, that's what they keep telling me. So extra, 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 extra. I don't know. A whole bunch of extra specials in there. But So I'm here with Mark O'Rourke from the 1777 Turning Point Project. Uh, and I'm saying it that way, which is a little incorrect, everyone, just to be clear, uh, because I want Mark to kind of say what it is and define it. Uh, so, Mark, tell us a little bit about who you are and, and then tell us about the project. Well, Mike, thanks so much for this opportunity. Yeah. Um, so, folks, I'm a Generation X. I'm 54 this year. I'm a proud patriot and American. I'm a U.S. Army veteran and Eagle Scout. But I'm an ordinary fellow American, and I, I care deeply about the country and about our future of the country. And for many years, I cycled at the Saratoga National Historical Park, also known as the Saratoga Battlefield. And I have to admit, like many other folks, I didn't understand the significance of Saratoga and its place in our history, and particularly in the American War for Independence. And the more I did learn about this great story, I couldn't believe, like, why isn't this better known and understood? But this, this should be a movie. I mean, it's that great of a story. So that's sort of, that was in my early 40s, that seed was planted and it just was a vision that continued to grow. And here I am and I look forward to talking to you about that today. Yeah, so, uh, you know, that's really interesting. I did not realize that you cycled through it at the battlefield and that that's how that all started. I was with a very competitive group. I was easily the worst uh, member um, and I was out of shape at the time. I was out of law school and needed to lose a few pounds. And, but by the time I got done, none of them could beat me. <laughs> but they were a great group. And yet, I, one of the things I always say is it's a, such a beautiful place. It has vistas of uh, the Green Mountains of Vermont. It's a 10-and-a-half-mile loop. I, don't, I didn't want to cycle on the roads. So it's a magnificent place to you know, walk or run or jog and, or to cycle. And it's safe. It's you know, patrolled by the National Park uh, Police. But it's a very special place. And it, and it deeply changes someone the more that it is visited. And I said it should, because it's hallowed ground, it's sacred ground. I mean, there are people buried there, and that's at the darkest hour of our revolution, when all appeared to be lost, uh, that's where this was the game changer. This is where we came back from the precipice, and, and because of the, the grit and courage of 
Patriots, uh, we prevailed when we when it was not expected. We thought we were going to lose at Saratoga, likely. The American army was initially outmatched, and and yet it became the turning point of the revolution. So it just a, it became, a, and I'm not from Saratoga, I'm from Long Island, and yet I've always loved upstate New York, but I'm a transplant. And I say uh, you live here now. I do, and I've been here since 2005, and it's it's one of my favorite places. I think for many people, of course, I'm not possessive. Like this is our history. It's our, one of our national parks, and you know it's a great staff there with the National Park Service, and it's a it's a very special place, and it's a, it's a privilege. You realize how fortunate you are to live in this country to be able to have places such as the Saratoga National Historical Park, and it's incumbent upon one to then to really know what transpired there. Now, so you said, how long ago was that when you were cycling through there? Uh, really 2006 to about 20, uh, I guess 2017 or so, I actively cycled there. Okay. And so, and then, so you've been working on this project for how long now? 11 years. 11 years. So I want everyone to know, I'm, um, I say facetiously because I do care about our homeless veterans, but I'm, I'm a homeless veteran and I don't own a home after I paid off my law school loans, and I took student loans, and I paid them all back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a concept. But, yeah, right. um, but I, I decided that this former Senator John McCain, we used to say we, we're all lucky if once in a while we get to be part of something larger than ourselves. And this is something I thought was you know worth doing, and, and I thought it was more important than owning a home. So I've put, I'll just tell everyone, I put almost $300,000 of my own money over the last 11 years into this project. That's how much I care. And so I'm, you know, all in. And it's something that needs to be brought to fruition and maybe later in our conversation. But uh, I'm not afraid to ask for help. And I do need the, the help, the, the timely help of my fellow citizens, fellow patriots, and fellow veterans to bring this mission, and I call it a mission, uh, to fruition. Yeah, so uh, let's, let's back up a little bit. And uh, I definitely want to talk about the ins and outs of the, you know where you are and what the 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 current uh, efforts and goals of what you're trying to do, but I, I think you know maybe important a little bit to just to talk about some of the I, resistance is the wrong word opposition that you face trying to get this project to get, maybe tell us a little bit. I know probably we don't want to get into details on some of the stuff, but uh, you know I know you, you started this project out west, right? Well, it's, right, the idea came from me, uh, from cycling at the uh, battlefield. I had a, a former partner who worked in the industry, and, and we did a lot together, um, but I ultimately did reach a, a settlement agreement or buyout agreement. And we, but in, for a long time, much of the work on the project did occur in California and in, in the Hollywood area, and, and it didn't ultimately bear fruit. Um, no, I think a lot of reasons for that, but you know, the best things in life are hard. Uh, but the things in life that are worth doing take great effort because otherwise someone would likely already have done it. So, uh, but the, the vision is to, the creation of an iconic motion picture masterpiece, you know, sort of go bold, you know, go big or go bold or go home. We, we don't, the vision was never to create an amateurish picture or movie that people would maybe barely watch once and not again. We want this to be something that is a cinematic masterpiece with A-list talent, you know, breathtaking cinematography and, and, in a, and a suitable, you know, a, a really ethereal soundtrack. And to inspire Americans, it should be something befitting of, of the actual story of what actually occurred. So maybe one other quick point, uh, Mike, is that um, 
about a year and a half ago, I was able to reach a settlement agreement and migrate the project structurally and legally to New York State. So it's now an LLC in New York, but it's a wholly veteran-owned project. And, and we're here in Saratoga County, and almost all of the vendors that are supporting the project, including your firm, Five Towers Media, which has done wonders for us, uh, are based right here in the upper Hudson Valley in Saratoga County and, and beyond. But it's, it's, a, it's really a New York State effort. And let's pause for a second. Why is that important? One of the other motion picture masterpieces that we aspire to rival ultimately is like Last of Mohegans with Daniel Day-Lewis. It was you know, just an incredible, right? Who, it's, yeah, if you haven't, amazing to, film. To, to the audience, if film. you haven't seen it, it's, it's a must-see. And But yet New York State did not have a film tax credit program when that film was produced. And so even though that history occurred, occurred entirely in upstate New York, you know, based off of James Fennimore Cooper's novel, Last of the Mohegans, regrettably, he was filmed in North Carolina, I think Georgia and the state of Georgia. And so we... Yeah, I remember, I remember reading that, actually, that none of it was filmed, in, or, or maybe a little bit was filmed uh, in Lake George. Right, but most was But uh, most out of, of it was out of state, yeah. And that's a travesty. Yeah. And New York, to its credit, the, the legislature and past uh, executive branch of members, governors, they, they did remedy that. And the, the current legislature and governor have fortified the program. So thank you to them for that. That's a far-sighted thing. And, but often people think of film in New York as Silver Cup Studios and the like downstate. But upstate New York is, is incredibly important. And so this story, if we ultimately get to the silver screen, one of the greatest legacies should be is that this was done right here in the upper Hudson Valley and in Saratoga County. And let me pause and say, this is a great plug for New York. I'm, I'm a fiercely competitive New Yorker, a Yankee fan from Long Island in New York City. My dad's a retired New York City fire chief and all the rest. We're true blue New Yorkers. And we don't like to be second fiddle to anyone. And so here's a, we always love that rivalry with Boston. So it's not just the Yankees and the Red Sox. What has Boston and Massachusetts done so well over the years, but the Freedom Trail? It's iconic. It's, you know, it's beautiful. It's incredible. It's inspiring. And they have Patriots Day, the day the marathon is run. It's a state holiday in, in the state of Maine and in Massachusetts. But yet, and so Massachusetts, they're good at picking fights, aren't they? I'm being a little uh, tongue-in-cheek towards my, our friends and neighbors in Massachusetts, but they started the revolution, and bravely so. But the revolution was saved in Saratoga and upstate New York. And so what we have... And not a lot of people understand that or know that part of the story. And I think that's one of the things that I, I, I look forward to learning more about and seeing when you're able to get this project to come to fruition is to, is to see that story told. Uh, Absolutely, Mike. And I always defer, of course, to our experts, the historians in this this area, uh, this uh, topic in this area, many of whom are at the National Park Service, but elsewhere. And uh, like our main historian, Dr. James Kirby Martin, uh, and uh, Colonel Kevin Weddle, and many, many others over the years. So I, I never, I know my place. However, I'm a great ambassador as a veteran for this, and I'm very well read on the topic. Uh, but here's the key point. The Turning Point Trail. The Turning Point Trail is, is something that New York possesses, and it really traces British General John Burgoyne's path as he left Quebec. And it culminated down, of course, in, in the fall of 1777 in Saratoga. But it also, his campaign included not just the Adirondack Mountains and the Champlain Valley, but of course the Mohawk Valley and the Hudson Valley. But And it implicates at least... Uh, 
16 counties in upstate New York directly, but I think very arguably uh, 30, uh, or almost half of the state's uh, 62 counties. And it sh- people should be mindful that when Saratoga, the battles occurred, and there were two battles over a three-week period, the city of New York was under occupation. It had fallen a year before. And then shortly thereafter, Nathan Hale was hung in the fall of uh, 1776, and then Benjamin Franklin dispatched to France in a desperate effort to, because we knew we were in trouble, the revolution was on the verge of collapse. But, um, but the reason, let's double back, because I'm giving a little bit of texture, but the Turning Point Trail, if we are successful, we should elevate the significance from a uh, heritage tourism standpoint, the, the, the uh, Turning Point Trail, and even Turning Point Day, which we can get to maybe later, should be as significant in the minds of Americans and others as the, as the Freedom Trail, because it was here that the revolution was saved during one of the darkest hours of the American War for Independence. And so uh, people can learn more at our website and elsewhere, but um, it, it's, a, it's something that, that people should bring their families to over and over again. And why, too? It, it's, it's where there's pumpkin picking and maple syrup and craft breweries. I can go on and on. All of the wonderful assets of upstate New York. No, you, you had me at craft breweries there, Mark. <laughs> Sounds I, good to me. Mike, I know that's one in your wheelhouse. And I'll just wrap up by saying New England and other places are special in the autumn, but New York doesn't isn't second fiddle to anyone when it comes to autumn grandeur. And yeah. so I, it's a plug. We want people to come to New York all oh, year We round. live in such a beautiful area. It's, it's amazing. And, and we're so lucky that these two battles and the surrender occurred in the fall during the bucolic months of September and October. And so certainly want people to come to New York to visit these locations all year round, but but certainly during uh, those two special months. So so let's talk about, you know, tell us about where you are with the project right now. Thank you. My great question. And let me give a short answer. It's been a long journey. And what we have is an outstanding screenplay. So that's always, and I've never done a movie before, but we've involved a lot of folks who have, we have an amazing screenplay that's historically accurate. And it's written by Robert or Bob Burris. Uh, He was one of the primary screenwriters for the film Growing Pains. Uh, And so he's a very accomplished screenwriter. And he's done uh, many endeavors over the years with Dr. James Kirby Martin. And he's also the son of a, a US military veteran who served in Korea. Dr. James Kirby Martin is the son of a, um, a late lieutenant colonel from the U.S. Army who served in North Africa and in France. So these, we, and he, Dr. James Kirby Martin was also a professor in residence uh, at the United States Military Academy at West Point. It's, that's where I met him. I was able to have a meeting with uh, West Point's history department, and they're the ones who kindly introduced me to Dr. James Kirby Martin. Oh, wow. And by extension, Bob Burris. So, you know, hats off to them because... Uh, Mike, to your question where the project is, that's, you know, that's the foundation. But what I want the, the listeners to know is the only thing that separates us now from the silver screen is money. You know, and it's, it takes a lot of money to make a production. Everything is done. We have an amazing team, an amazing website, social media. We're going to hit 5,000 members, followers today on Facebook. And we have almost nice. 3,000, thanks to Five Towers Media, your efforts, and uh, 3,000 on Instagram. And we anticipate we're trending towards 50 to 100,000 followers in our first 24 months. So, That's awesome. and, and that will put us in the top tier of stakeholders in this space. So we're going to make sure we're heard. And, you know, there's so many amazing books and so many things that are being done so well over the years in this regard, but certainly with the preparations for the 250th anniversary. 
But we all know how important affecting the culture is, education and the culture. And so movies are so important. We want to bring some of this, the, the history really to life via, uh, you know, a really vivid production. Yeah. I, do me a favor, Mark, because I, I, obviously we are aware, but I, I don't think that everyone is aware of the 250th anniversary. So maybe just um, for, the, for the listeners that are not, uh, what's the word? They're just not aware. I guess, you know, they haven't been informed or they're not staying on top of that things about what the 250th anniversary is, what it's, what it's an anniversary of and, and why it's so significant. My great question. And for all, especially the young people out there, one of my heroes, Ronald Reagan used to implore us to never forget as Americans, our heroic origins. And that's one of the reasons I want to do this film really reflect upon how much courage and faith and grit it took to for the miracle of America, our founding, and then and later the great experiment of our Constitution. But we are embarking soon upon, and just this past uh, month, was the 250th anniversary of the Boston Tea Party. Mm-hmm. But we are indeed now entering the very consequential anniversary of the 250th anniversary of the American War for independence, which was which was an eight-year period that culminated with the Treaty of Paris, but then we go into the constitutional period of the you know the 250th anniversary of the Constitutional Convention, and we as a people need to rededicate ourselves to the great experiment. Ronald Reagan also said we are never more than one generation from losing this. It's fragile, and yeah. it, and and unfortunately, I'll say that in our schools. Many children are not taught to love the country. We're, we've never been perfect. We've always been aspiring to a more perfect union. But what we are, we often say we're the last best hope of mankind. We are the greatest form of government and self-government in the history of humanity. So this period is not just um, an opportunity to reflect. And, and there are some that are taking a very expansive view to the 250th anniversary which is fine. Each it's a, it's a very e pluribus unum. It's a broad country, but first and foremost, we're not here to celebrate all 250 years of the American experiment. Mm-hmm. We have time to celebrate those other anniversaries. Considerable emphasis should be placed on the eight-year period, where only a small fraction of the country sacrificed in blood and in in, in perspiration, but in the courage. You know, we owe our freedoms to a small amount of people who really shouldered the burdens during that eight-year period, and we owe it to posterity to tell their story. Yeah. So that's how I feel about that. No, I love yeah. it. I, I mean, I, I share your sentiment, and I, I agree with you, I think, 100%. We've, we've talked about that yeah. stuff. So, so the 250 is coming up, and how are you uh, focusing the project around that, that date? Yeah, Mike, and actually, if you, you also re- reminded me of something. Yeah. Uh, for the listeners, I was born in 1970, so I'm Generation X, sort of sandwiched between the millennials and the, the baby boomers. But as a six-year-old in 1976, when I was in kindergarten at the Pulaski Road School in East Northport, New York, named for one of our, our Revolutionary War heroes from Poland, General Pulaski, um, we had, uh, I, I believe his name was Dr. Comorgan, but he would come in and do rousing patriotic songs on the piano. So all of the kids, I think anyone that remembers us and from that time, it was special. Now, I didn't know when I was five or six about Watergate, per se, and Vietnam. 
and the misery index of the 70s. But I certainly sensed uh, from, I, I did know that many soldiers who were returning from Vietnam were being treated very poorly by many of their fellow Americans, which was shameful. But I do know vividly, I can tell my listeners, and I'll bring it back to your question, Mike, how profoundly important the American bicentennial was in 1976, despite, and we were coming out of a period where we had the assassinations of, of the Kennedys and Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King, and it was, you know, a lot of terrible things happened. But that moment, we came together to recommit ourselves, to rededicate ourselves to this constitution and to our founding and to the principles that unite us. And so we need to do no less. And so bring it, this project has always been aimed at the, the macro period of the 250th anniversary. I said the hope would be that we will be to the box office by October 17th, 2027, the 250th anniversary of General Burgoyne's surrender at Saratoga, which was the, the very development that Benjamin Franklin, who was in France, needed to prevail upon the French crown to forge a desperately needed alliance. We often say without Saratoga, there would have been no Yorktown. So everyone, our listeners should know, Saratoga was October 17th, 1777. Yorktown, the victory there, the second time a British army was forced to surrender in history was October 19th of 1781. And at that point, half of Washington's forces at Yorktown were French ground and naval support, essential support. We wouldn't have won without the French. Now, Saratoga, which is special because that was a uniquely American victory. We had certainly Native American allies who were present, the Oneida and the Tuscarora and the Stockbridge. But... Uh, but the main thing is, I want one other point, just in case, because over the years, I think it's been obscured, the significance of Saratoga. There were two major strategic victories of the war, Saratoga and Yorktown. There were other important moments. But don't take my word for it. None other than Benjamin Franklin, when he was in France in 1783, had a silver medallion minted, and he had a, a gentleman from Vienna, Austria, I believe, uh, do the uh, commission. He commissioned the coin and did the the, uh, the work necessary. But I believe it was all done in Paris, and it celebrates the victories, the seminal victories at Saratoga and Yorktown. So there was always this linkage, mm -hmm. and I think that's Mike. That's the point of the why I want to do the movie. It's Mel Gibson did a very entertaining movie called The Patriot, but a lot of it was fictionalized. This screenplay is historically accurate. And if we're successful, when the dust settles, we want Americans to understand the importance of Saratoga in American history, that it was truly the decisive, unequivocal, singular turning point of the war. There were other important moments, but this was the reason that we ultimately prevailed and got the help from the French. It's a super fascinating thing, uh, or topic, I should say. And I know that you have done a lot of work to get you to where you are right now, right? And it's really kind of hit that, uh, well, hasn't hit the critical mass yet, but you've hit this point, right? Where like all the setup, all the infrastructure is ready. Uh, and you, you're now you're, you're hitting a fundraising spot. Is that fair? Mike, you're hitting a nail on the head and I got to be a good salesman here. <laughs> and I, although I never did sales per se, I'm told that you have to close hard. And what I say to my fellow Americans my fellow patriots, fellow veterans, and 
and I've couched this in terms of a, a word, but it means something to veterans, a mission. Veterans, when we're trained, we support the commander and we accomplish the mission. So I'm asking my fellow Americans and my fellow veterans, 16 and a half million strong plus the rest of the nation, I need your help. This will not happen without you. This is our story, our project, and it's our history. I'm just part of this process. This isn't about me. This is about us and our, our country and our country's future and making sure this story is well known for future generations. Even if you can only give $10 or you can give more. And right now we don't have it set up for investment, but we will, if, if people are interested in investing, we have a legal team where we can accommodate that. But right now it's, it's literally donations from the nation. But let me wrap up by saying, I hope the main message is that I know this is a tough time with a lot of inflation and people have to make hard choices. But I want people to know, one, we're going to be radically transparent. I'm an attorney admitted to the bar, so I'm honest, because I'll be disbarred if I'm not honest. And third is uh, we'll use the money effectively. Uh, the next, if we get the budget, we're going to hire an A-list director, we're going to attach A-list talent, and we're going to go to production. I will also say, we're, and if Angel Studios is listening, we think this is your future blockbuster, one of your future blockbusters. And uh, we need your help. And maybe one other plug, Mike, if I could. Yeah, of course. Gary Sinise. Are you going to call Gary out? <laughs> Kelsey Grammer, Tom Hanks, and others. That You're in our pitch deck. But Hollywood and, and many of its top talent directors, it's a fortress. And I've been pretty tenacious, but it's really hard to reach some of these people. But I will tell them... I know you're busy, and like Gary Sinise, right? He's doing the Lord's work with the Gary Sinise Foundation. He's one of the greatest Americans. He says he's a grateful American. He's one of our greatest Americans ever. What he's done for our first responders and for our wounded warriors and their families, no words are adequate to convey what he and his team have done. But Gary, I need you, and I need Tom Hanks, and I need the likes, and Kelsey Grammer, we want you to play Benjamin Franklin. So. Not only do I want my fellow patriots and veterans to step up, but I also need some other luminaries and, and recognized individuals to help this project, and soon. I love it. So, Mark, if uh, people want to learn more about the project, they want more information, uh, maybe they want to donate, uh, where, where, can they, where can they find you and the project? We're at www.1777.org. You can also find us on Instagram, uh, formerly Twitter, but now X, I guess, and, uh, and, and Facebook. And it's a couple of variations, but basically seven, 77 turning point. And uh, I asked that people take the time to really go and, and learn about the project. I, I do want to thank the, um, many of the businesses in the area. We have, have almost 100 of the top businesses in Saratoga Springs, Saratoga County, and the Adirondacks, who took a leap of faith early on to say that they would be proud to be affiliated with our journey. Um, now that we have almost 10,000 followers, I want to return, you know, I want to say thank you to them because I want people to patronize them uh, because they've been loyal to us. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing is uh, we really want to do right by the area. Like, if this is successful, this should drive tourism to the area for many, many years to come. That's awesome. Well, thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. Oh, great! I know you had a bunch of stuff going on and uh, <laughs> and and made some time for us. So thanks so much and uh, and thanks for spearheading the projects. I do. I, I I believe in it. Like I've said to you before, I believe in the project and what you're doing. I think it's great to 
you know, try to tell stories that really haven't been told and given proper light. And, you know, for a media company based out of Saratoga Springs, we're, you know, obviously a little biased about uh, things coming out of the area. So, And Mike, if I could, one other plug is absolutely uh, the, the Saratoga County Board of Supervisors. I want to commend them. They created a 250th commission, so a county commission to commemorate this history and a, a, a companion effort, uh, which I believe is a 501c3, but the campaign for Saratoga. So that's a public sector effort, which is very important. Um, it was overdue, um, and it's an idea whose time has come, and it will help to uh, preserve many of our historical assets in the area. So that should be supported, and so that's a public sector effort. But this is a private sector effort that also needs to be successful. And I'll just wrap up with to your listeners, and, and hopefully even those who are not of faith, and you know, it doesn't matter if you're Christian or Jewish or otherwise, it's important for Americans to understand it didn't just take courage and grit for the nation's founding. It took faith. At our darkest hour, Washington was often seen on his knees. Lincoln often, often said that he had no other place to go but to his knees in prayer. And at the time of Saratoga, we needed a miracle. And this project needs a miracle. And so I hope your listeners will, when they visit our website, they will visit the section called Inspiring Words. Again, don't take my word for it. Go and read what many of our founders and later, right through to General MacArthur and General Eisenhower and, and General Patton and Franklin Roosevelt and, and JFK and Ronald Reagan, but through, all throughout our history. And there are others who don't want to admit this. The component of faith in, in our country's founding and national life is irrefutable. And it is so with this project as well. So I ask people for their prayers because we will not be successful without that element either. That's great. And Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. It's a privilege. Absolutely. Thanks, everyone, for listening or watching, actually, now that we're on YouTube. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button, or as Brad said in the last episode, smash the subscribe button. Uh, and please make sure you check out the project's website, social media. Uh, again, a lot of great information about that time period, about what Mark's doing, how to get involved, how to be a part of uh, something really great. So, And I want to thank Five Towers Media for no. helping transform this project once we moved it to New York. No. You have put thanks, us on Mark. a great footing, and thank you. Thank you. And thanks, everyone, for listening and watching, and you'll see us next time. My name is Chris Lucinger. I am the owner and founder of Nursing Minds Tutoring. We are a small family-run tutoring business. We cover anything from pre-K through college. I think every kid is different. Every student learns differently. Every student has strengths and weaknesses. I myself, I'm always learning. I'm always trying to learn something new. And I think I bring that to my students, that love for learning. Nourishing Minds Tutoring. The superpower that every citizen has is the ability to control where they spend their time, money, and attention. By focusing these on supporting local businesses, you are having a profound impact on your friends, your family, and your local community. So if you want to change the world, you can start with buying local.